Hey guys, you know what I love the most and what I think other girls love the most too <laughs> is when my guy comes at the same time I do. But that rarely happens and that's because there is an orgasm gap. We all know it exists, but there is a solution and that is Promescence Delay Spray. I know what some of you guys are thinking, like delay spray, I don't have PE. Well, their delay spray is not just for guys with PE, it's for any guy who wants to last a little bit longer in bed without having to worry about it. And that's because it's not going to totally numb you out and it's not going to transfer to your girl. And for your partner, they have a whole line of women's products. I use their warming gel. They also sell lube. They sell condoms. They sell supplements. They have everything you need for a really hot night of sex. So what are you waiting for? Go get yourself some Promescent. Go to promescent.com slash strictly anon. That's promescent.com slash strictly anon. Go there now for 15% off or just go to the description and click on the link and 15% is going to be automatically applied at checkout. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. If you haven't followed the Strictly Anonymous Podcast yet on Instagram or Twitter, follow me at Strict Anonymous. If you want to be on the show, it's called Strictly Anonymous <laughs> because I change everybody's voices. So if you want to be on the show while remaining anonymous, go to my my podcast. Go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com or and click on be on the show or go or, or email me strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com. Now, if you have a naughty confession that you want to get off your back while remaining anonymous, I change all the voices on my confession. So you could call my confessions hotline. The number is 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. That is number and the email will be in the description. You have four minutes to leave a message. If you need longer, just call back. I do, like I said, change the voices and all of those are aired on my Patreon. So if you want all, to hear all the anonymous confessions, plus see anonymous pics of all of my guests, probably like 200 pics of my female guests are up there, as well as get episodes early and ad-free, as well as get access to my private Discord where people get really naughty. You could do whatever you want over there on my Discord. I'm not a part of it, but there's over a thousand people on there now. You get all of that for only $5 a month, okay? It's a great deal. I still haven't raised the prices. Maybe I will have by the time I aired this. I don't know. <laughs> so I'll have to change this in show. But anyway, it's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. Now listen, today I have on Aurora. <laughs> She's a cut queen. Uh, I love a cut queen story. They bump everybody. I just taped her and I'm like, you're going up right away. Uh, because there's not a lot of cut queen content out there. Cut queen is like a cuck old guy she's into and down with seeing her guy with other girls she doesn't like to be humiliated I don't think just because you're a cuck whether you're a guy or a girl that you need the whole humiliation aspect of it some cucks roll that way but it's more uh, wanting to see your partner with 
somebody of the same sex and that's what she's down for this is a girl that married or not married was met her guy like uh, from the get-go like at 15 they're high school sweethearts they're the type of couple that i love hearing from they have a great relationship they've been with each other since like i said the get-go everything was great in their relationship they only decided to play because she realized at some point that she was bi and she was into women and they talked about it for a very long time she talked about the whole process she first cop to the fact that she thought she was bi and then they started talking about it and then they started role playing and it took a while before they ever did anything I think like a year and a half she says and during that time they were role role playing she talks about like the naughty scenarios that they would role play together and then eventually they crossed the line they went up on an app they decided to start meeting unicorns and in came the first unicorn she talks all about that first girl and what went down she loved it she loved being with women from the get-go she loves cream pie she loves going down on girls after her husband fucked them she's eventually looking for her guy to meet up solo at some point in some capacity with the girls they haven't done that yet but she does talk at the end about some bucket list things that she wants to you know is open to trying eventually but what we do focus on mostly is all the unicorns that they met the first girl another girl that wasn't so great in the middle and then the girl that they're with now that they really enjoy who's really great uh she talks about her experience, you know, their experiences with her, what typically goes down, what she loves to see. Uh, she's definitely a cuck queen. They also have a dom sub relationship. She talks about that. But mostly what I think is so great and important about these episodes is, A, the super hot stories that she's going to talk about and all the experiences that they had. But the fact that this is a very happy, healthy, in love couple who are high school sweethearts who opened up their relationship. They're still only now, I think, in their like their late 20s, early 30s, but they opened it up. They've she's down with seeing her guy with other people, and it's only brought them closer. And we talk about that at the end, which is super interesting. So anyone that thinks that open relationships can't work, she's here to say that they can, but also here to talk about all of her hot cuck queen scenarios and her cut queen life so anyway aurora did send me an anonymous pic she talks about her big natural boobs on this episode she sent me an anonymous pics on my patreon go to my patreon patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast she also has an only fans the link to that is going to be in the description we talk about that at the at the end she just drops that out uh that she has one she talks about that like I said, towards the end, but the dis- the link to her OnlyFans will be in the description. I'm going to be right back on with Aurora. This is the Strictly Anonymous podcast. Hi, Aurora. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous podcast. How are you today? Hi, I'm great. Thanks for having me. No, thanks for coming on. I always get excited when there's a cuck queen on. That's what you are. <laughs> uh, because I don't think a lot of women talk about this. I don't think that there was like a name for it. And I think I had a girl on a while ago named Phoebe who came on. She was the first girl to talk about it. And then after I aired her episode, I got so many emails from girls saying, oh, that's like what I have too. And I can't find content on this. And I've talked about the fact that I think I'm a cuck queen. So I love to hear cuck queen stories because I think that they're kind of rare yeah right? I, I it's funny because before I kind of knew what I was yeah my husband and I've been listening to your podcast for a long time and we'd always 
look for those episodes because I was like, I think that I think that's what it is. And yeah. let me tell you, porn is hard too. There's no cut queen porn. So I just had because I had a woman, Lily Sparks, on. She created porn for women, made by women, kind of thing. And I did a whole thing after her episode with Wiley from another podcast, and we talked all about cut queen fantasy porn. And I think I told Lily Sparks when I was on, I'm like, that's like a niche that is not filled and I had all these like really hot scenarios that I'm like this would be great porn because when you go looking it's all like threesomes or it's all the cuck from the guy point of you there's just not a lot out there and someone needs to get effing on it right because I know they can make a lot of money (laughs) yeah for sure that I told her and then I gave up some really great ideas my fantasies that I had uh, like were really good you should go listen to those episodes but anyway let's get to your real story okay because you really are a cuck queen this is no porn fantasy this is real life you're you're married to your husband since high school you're one of those lucky ones that like found your guy in high school and you're still together yeah yeah so we're in our late late 20s now uh-huh. um, but we met when we were 15 yeah wow. there are those select few I really feel like it's not the majority of people but there's people that meet their person really early on and stay with them their whole lives and it's like I said you're lucky like can you even understand dating issues when your girlfriends are talking to you and stuff I mean because you never obviously had them (laughs) yeah I mean so I before I was 15 unfortunately had a few sexual assault experiences with an older guy and that kind of stuff yeah so I can relate to that because I think a lot of women go through that. But other than that, I'm very lucky. Yeah. 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 Okay. So now tell me when you and your guy started to, I don't know, open things up. I don't know where you want to start the story. I mean, you meet your guy at 15, you get married. When do you start uh, yeah, talking about um, your fantasies? I don't know. So basically, I'll just say from the get-go, we just had sex constantly. We, multiple times a day, we'd go, we went to the same high school and everything. Yeah. So we'd go home for lunch and be late for class coming back. It was, we were inseparable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And we actually moved in together at 18, which sounds crazy. And then at that point, I mean, we were still pretty vanilla. Like I said, we were 18, 19 years old, didn't really know any different and I actually hadn't come out to him yet as bisexual so that's something that took a while for me not because I didn't want to tell him but I feel like I didn't know like I didn't know to put a label on it for myself Uh but yeah so when we moved in together so that I I ended up coming out to him one night in bed I just randomly was like I think I think that I'm bisexual like I have all of these thoughts and I was like I don't know, does every woman, like, masturbate to Disney princesses as a kid? (laughs) So we talked about it, and that's kind of how that came about. But yeah, so we started doing some, I guess, non-vanilla stuff. We started getting into anal, like, light dom and sub stuff. Um, Then I kind of, like, really took initiative on um, doing butt stuff to him, too. Oh, that's cool. Um, Who turned who on to that? Was he like, oh, by the way... I'm interested in butt stuff or were you just so young that you're just like decided to play around? Yeah. Yeah. So everything kind of at this point was like, we were, like I said, 18, 19, 20, probably 20 at this point. And we kind of just were playing around because we had already been together for so long at that point, like five years. Yeah. And we were like kind of down to try 
anything and and we were trying just anything we knew of because again we were so young like we didn't have any boundaries really but we just didn't know a lot yeah 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 Um, of course you're young so yeah so I actually just went and I would go closer and closer and closer each time (laughs) to his butt and you know then I started eating his ass and stuff and he ended up really liking it yeah duh Um, most guys would if they'd fucking try it I know. Yeah. So he's into pegging now and everything, but we can get there. So during this time, too, I realized that I had a huge fetish for him jerking off. So that's like a big thing for me, which I think totally plays into the cuck queen stuff, like him looking at other girls and. Oh, okay. So not jerking off to you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, so, um, and he actually, that's the one thing, like, at first, he was kind of weird about it, because unfortunately, as I think happens to many young men, like, his mom shamed him for watching porn as a kid, and he was, like, kind of private about it and weird about it, Mm -hmm. so that took a little while to get used to, but he came around. So then, really, when we started getting into, like, the cuck queen roleplay, it actually kind of lined up with our fertility stuff which is interesting so we bought our first house after college and we kind of started like with by role play just with me because like I said I had come out to him a little bit before and we kind of just were like talking about threesomes like girl on girl during sex and all that kind of stuff and in the meantime I was having like so I have two chronic illnesses. I have PCOS and endometriosis. Uh-huh. Um, oh, yeah. You know what? I have to say, hand in hand goes those two things, trauma, sexual trauma, and yep. endometriosis. We all know that. I, I mean, that's like a, a, a real study that is done, that that's very common. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I have both of those things. And at one point, it was crazy. This was before we started trying to get pregnant. But at one point, I was in like, pseudo like fake menopause and I bled for nine months. Oh and... my god. So you were fucked up hormonally. Oh yeah. I I it, it's terrible. Yeah. But I think we kind of decided to take this initiative on the role play and stuff for us just to kind of keep things not because it, it can really drag you down. <laughs> you mean you know? the infertility stuff. Yeah, pretty much. And we had already had sex all the time, like I said. Yeah. Um But yeah, so we started the role play and then it kind of transitioned to um, us like looking at porn together, which we had done in the past, but not really in this way, like not to look at girls together. And then it transitioned to like making a Tinder account and making a field account and just looking together. And then it, it transitioned to like him looking at girls while we had sex. And then it was like, oh, like, maybe I could just talk to them. And then, yeah, so then we eventually started actually going on dates and everything. But it was a it was a pretty slow progression. I'd say it took a good year and a half of role play for us to take the full jump because we wanted to make sure that this was really like what we wanted to do. Yeah, well, I think that's very real life. Listen, I, I've heard stories where people talk about it and they do it the next day, and I'm sure people have, could be successful that way. But I also think it's there's one thing about role playing and fantasizing about something, uh, and it's a whole different ball game when you're actually going to do it. And I think that that's a little scary. And I think most people take a little time before they cross that line, right? 
Good news. Strictly Anonymous podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. If you have a short confession that you want to get off your back, call my confessions hotline, 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. You could call that number 24-7. I change all the voices on the confessions too. So you remain anonymous. The number the website, and the email address will all be in the description. Yeah, yeah. I have, of course, like being in your late 20s, almost 30 now, like a lot of friends that have tried the threesomes and tried going to swingers clubs and things like that, and it just never seems to work out <laughs> um, because they do it in like the spur of a moment thing. And, and I also, I hate to say this and be playing to gender stereotypes but we always say that we think there's a problem when the guy brings it up if a guy yeah yeah it's just not the same thing (laughs) it's just i i just feel if the reason why we can do this is because i know at any moment if i was like i don't want to do this anymore my husband would not think twice about it Hey guys, one thing I've learned from my show is that everybody has a secret fantasy and sometimes it's hard to share them with your partner. And that's why I'm excited to turn you on to Fawnstars, a rising subscription-based platform where your fantasies become reality. All you got to do is sign up for free and search for the specific kinks and fantasies that you're into. And then you're going to discover brand new creators waiting to fulfill them. Fawnstars has a huge library of super hot creators who are creating all kinds of content, including BDSM, cosplay, X-rated everything, and more. And the kicker is they can even customize content tailored specifically for you. Just top up your tokens and start streaming pay-per-view content anywhere, anytime. You could also gift tokens to your favorite creators, message them privately, or subscribe to get access to the naughtiest content available. So what are you waiting for? Go sign up for fawnstars.com to fulfill all your naughty fantasies. And listeners of my show are going to get a discount on tokens when they use exclusive discount code strictly anon. That's code strictly anon. Use it after you sign up on fawnstars.com or just go to the description and click on the link and then use the code strictly anon support the successful relationships and couples are the ones that know that the woman has all of not that they know but that the woman is in control of everything she's the one that's guiding it she's the one and a, a guy would be smart to set it up that way and allow it to be that way because uh I think the woman is in the more vulnerable position. There's a lot of reasons for it, but I think the worst thing, and I've heard stories where you you got this guy who's into it and the girl is doing it for him, not for her, not because she's interested in it. And that's the last reason why anyone should do anything. 
Yes. Yeah. I, I totally agree. Yeah. It just, it, that seems to be most of the situations that like my friends and stuff go through and they're like, I don't understand how you guys can keep doing this and you're fine and you have a baby now. And like, you've been together for so long. And but those are all the reasons issues. you've been together for so long. You waited a year and a half. So now when you're role playing, like what were those fantasy role play scenarios that you guys set up? Yeah, they basically, I think, like I said, started out as him watching me and another girl together. Huh? And then they slowly, tra- I kind of, I am very aggressive, kind of like, I feel like we relate in our personalities where I'm kind of just a boss bitch all yeah, the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I'm just a total sub in bed. I've realized over the years because I just need like a release to let go. But yeah, we're a switch. That's what everyone does. We're no different yes. than the guy, <laughs> the CEO that's in the in the dungeon getting whipped by some dom dominatrix. Yeah, exactly. So, and it's funny because um, my husband and I both have very, very. I guess you could. Can I tell you, and then you could cut it out? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Oh my goodness. <laughs> So you're both, you both like how you both live on your own islands and have your own shit and your own, you know what I mean? You're both at the top of the mountain. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. So for this show, I'll just say we have very demanding careers, some of the most demanding careers. But again, sex is like an escape for us. But yeah, it it eventually, I kind of just ripped the bandaid off and was like one time in the middle of sex, just what if we talked about you with another girl and blah, 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 blah. Again, it, it. we're very slow with things we just started off by it being like him and I going down on another girl together and stuff like that and then eventually it transitioned to like I said he would look at girls on the dating apps or eventually when we actually started talking to girls he would like look at the conversations we had because sometimes we'd send nudes back and forth and stuff And yeah, we would just play it out about him fucking girls and me watching, him like jerking off to girls while I I wasn't home, everything. I mean, because I'm bi too, like I do like to make sure we have that type of role play as well, like where I'm involved and not just like the cuck sitting in the corner watching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Because that's not my thing. But yeah, I don't like to be degraded by other women. Um, so we've had some situations in the past where we'll find what we thought was a unicorn and she's like really dominant and we're just not into it. I like to watch him dominate both of us is my biggest thing. Right. Well, let's get into your first experience. So you said for that year and a half, you're playing all these scenarios out role playing it and it's super hot. When do you decide to pull the trigger and what's your move? Do you go on apps and stuff like that? Yeah, the first girl we actually found was on Field. I love Field. We've had really good success on there. Uh-huh. Anyone who asks you <laughs> what they should use, they should use Field. Yeah, one of but... these places should fucking advertise on my show, Field. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> go on. <laughs> yeah, so we, it happened pretty quick. I mean, like, she messaged me, I think we messaged maybe for a week, and then we ended up going and getting dinner with her. But we, how did you pick the first girl? Because, you know, you guys are taking this very slow, and you're very cautious, and you want to make sure everything's, like, super cool. Set the stage of what was what was your guys' scenario going in. What Did you have any rules or regulations? Did you know what you wanted to go down? Yeah, we had talked about, I think, what everyone talks about, no kissing. That's, like, the one thing that 
I always hear on your show and it's yeah. so true. It goes out the window. That's it's actually one of my one. favorite things. Yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So no kissing and we kind of, I mean, no anal. We still hold that rule just because I don't know. I, I love anal. I'm a huge anal fan, mm-hmm. but I think it's a little bit gross with someone that you don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so it's like a really intimate thing. But now with this girl, you put yourself on an app and you're like, you're looking for a threesome. Is that what it, how it's set up? Yeah, yeah. Basically, we said we're kind of newbies and well, we were very newbies, but you never say that because then people are like <laughs> turned off. But we were like, yeah, we're newbies and we're looking for another girl. Again, we were so new. I didn't know whether to say unicorn or what, but I ended up matching with a girl that said unicorn in her name so that really worked out we actually have the same type in women which is amazing so we just like love so we can talk about them and bond all the time yeah but yeah so we both like girls that are a little bit thicker and he's like huge into mom bod so me too that's what's a mom bod i mean i know know, what a dad bod is (laughs) (laughs) yeah so like the female version not maybe a little bit of a belly not like a flat stomach or anything like some boobs, some butt, some jiggle. That's our favorite. Thing. So like a real looking body, like an average yes. looking body, right? Nothing like yeah. Barbie doll perfect or two tone oh, yeah, or no. anything like that. Okay, <laughs> interesting. Okay. Yeah. Like yeah. amateur. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So we ended up finding she was like perfect. She sent some nudes back and forth. She was really experienced, what it seemed to be. So it wasn't really intimidating. We were just more excited. Uh-huh. To find someone that could maybe show us what what it was like and everything. Yeah, so we ended up meeting her for dinner. We we kind of like, again, I do all the communication and he was just like, yes, I think this is a great idea. I'm really attracted to her by looking at her pictures and everything. So we met her. It was great. We spent six hours with her. We went out and got drinks after dinner and all this stuff, but nothing ended up happening. We just all went home. So we weren't sure what it was going to come of that. Uh-huh. And she ended up like texting me that night and wanting to set a date to me immediately. <laughs> so she was like really excited and we were, we were so happy about that. So she came over to my house like two weeks later, uh-huh. I think. Now you had never gone down on a girl or been with a girl before, right? This is going to be your first experience. Yeah. This was my first experience with a girl. This is my first experience doing a threesome, anything like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It actually ended up, and I think it worked out better in the long run for the first time. When she came over, my husband had a migraine and wasn't feeling well at all. And he was like, she can still come over and just be with you. I think it might be better for your first time anyway. So that's what ended up happening. And I'm really happy about that. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, so it just was you and her. Did, was your husband there watching? Was he out of the room? No, he was actually upstairs asleep. I felt really bad for him. He was like, was not feeling well. He obviously so. was not feeling well if he wasn't like, I mean, I feel like most guys, they could get up the energy to go down and see his, their girl yeah. with another girl. He must have been really <laughs> fucking sick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it ended up working out. Yeah. So I we pretty much, I mean, we did everything that night. Did you scissor? We Do used- girls really scissor? Did you scissor? <laughs> Yeah, so we did, and I <laughs> I have scissored with her a few times, but she's the only girl that ever wanted to do that. Interesting, So yeah. I don't know, 
Yeah. But yeah, it was really fun. We had a really good time. She stayed at my house like three in the morning, which for us is a little, I was like, okay, I want to go to bed. But so yeah, she, she was great. What I thought again, because it was my first time, I didn't really know any different. And we saw her a few times after that. And my husband was able to get involved, which was great. And I realized that we kind of just one of the times that we were all together because the first again we're slow like the first threesome we had was he was fucking me but didn't really do anything with her um she just played with me and um yeah so then one day we just again ripped that band-aid off and he fucked her and came inside of her and like I ate the cream pie out of her and everything like it kind of just went zero to a hundred in one one session so there was your cuck queen fantasies and yeah so we all got tested so he was able to fuck her without a condom and stuff which was i was like oh my god it was amazing (laughs) wow now how was though with that first experience we're going to talk about when you were just with her was it was it totally hot was it great i mean because you had never been with a girl i mean did you realize yeah this is totally what i'm into yeah yeah it was it was so hot and everything was great and it also was like a great moment for me kind of confirming that I am bi Uh because it's hard when you've been together since you were 15 with a guy and you think you're bi and you say you are but you don't really know yeah it was it was great overall yeah right right. and then how great was it seeing your guy with her were there any conflicting feelings or was it all just super hot oh no it was all just super hot like (laughs) I said like the kissing thing went out the window at one point (laughs) At one point, I said, "Why aren't you kissing her?" And he goes, "Well, we just thought we we just thought we weren't gonna do that." And I was like, "No, it's fine. That's so just funny. do it." Yeah, yeah. So it was it was great. The only bad experience that I had with her was, and this will kind of go into what I'm gonna say later about like how I think she isn't actually as good as she thinks she is yeah. at sex. But she was like, she really loved fucking you with a strap on. Huh. And I don't know if it's, like, all of my chronic pain issues with my endometriosis. I also, we were doing IVF at this point, too. The infertility stuff plays part of it. Like, I mean, we we did IVF for three years. So we were doing that in the in the meantime and everything. Um, but you're and, talking about her pegging, not pegging you, um, fucking you with a strap on. Was it not good? What did she not Yeah, so it wasn't, again, like, I, I haven't had any girls that have wanted to do that since. So I'm not sure if it was just her or my pain problems or, like, the meds I was on. But, yeah, it was just not, not great. So we hooked up with her a few times, like, All the way up until when I was pregnant. Uh Like the last time we hooked up with her, I think was, I had my baby in March and it was like the end of December. Uh Uh-huh. So we were with her for a while. And to be honest, we had other experiences in between where we kind of realized that she talked a lot of shit, but wasn't what she thought she was. (laughs) She's kind of like, compared to the other women we've been with, kind of boring. Really? Like we, we always, yeah, we always say too that we think there's people out there that go to swinging because that's the only thing they can think of to spice up their sex life. Yeah. Like it's like having sex with other people and they don't actually have a passion for it or do anything else fun with each other. So we think she's one of those people. Yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> um, kind of just to tell the story to yeah. her friends. But not so much into it. Right. Yeah. So you didn't feel like when she was there, she was really like interested into it um yeah I mean of course it wasn't anything weird like she was she she was fun like it was fine but we kind of were always like 
surprised that she would be texting us all the time asking to get together again because we were like oh okay we didn't really think that you we weren't sure if you'd want to see us again that's that's kind of the vibe she gave off oh yeah so maybe she was more like reserved when she's in person mm-hmm. yeah yeah that's interesting okay so now you're now during this time you're seeing other people correct Yes. Yeah. We're seeing other people having good experiences. There's someone that we still see now that she's like the most fun we've ever had with someone. I can get into it later, but I want to see my husband alone with her. That's our hopefully going to be our new thing too. But there is one hilarious story that happened during, again, this whole three years of IVF. And we were just kind of having fun and trying to not think about infertility stuff and doing whatever safely, of course. So we call her popcorn dick (laughs) and I'll explain why. So basically again, we met a girl on field and we met up with her for dinner and everything seemed normal. She was kind of one of those girls that was like averagely pretty, but her personality made up for anything that, we weren't attracted to yeah so like at the time we didn't see any big red flags or anything now looking back we're like okay maybe we should have thought of that and that so she told us that she'd been with women before and been with couples before she was just getting out of a relationship so she wanted to get back into swinging and all that kind of stuff so we met up with her again and we went to her fancy beach house it was crazy this house was like a seven million dollar house it, it was crazy. We were, like, excited and everything. And as soon as we get there, she's just fucking weird. She didn't look like she showered. She didn't try to look nice or anything. So she takes us to her hot tub outside. And we had brought our bathing suits because she told us she had a hot tub. It's overlooking the beach and everything. And it's cold out. It was, it was, could have been really great. So she gets in the hot tub naked and we're in our bathing suits. And we were like, oh, okay, so this is going to progress, right? She sits there for two hours with her knees to her chest and her hands around her legs, like not making a move, not doing anything, just trying to talk to us. Wow. And we were like, okay, that's fine, I guess. But it was just (laughs) weird. So eventually I kind of like moved us back inside and and we were like that was weird but i don't know maybe she's just nervous and we sit on this huge sectional that she has with this giant tv we put on new girl and she gets us snacks and the snack is popcorn so that's why we call her popcorn dick so my husband and i start like making out and stuff because we want to see if this goes anywhere and at the end of the day we're always like with encounters we're like oh okay if it gets weird worst comes worse if we're in the middle of something you can pretend to come in my mouth and we'll leave. That's all our thing. We start making out and everything and she's just, she's stroking his leg and, but sitting there eating popcorn with the other hand and laughing at the TV show. So then she like kind of got more into it and she started like kissing his neck and stuff and we were like, oh, okay. So she does want to, to do it. So I start sucking his dick and like playing with him and everything. And again, meanwhile, she is not touching me at all. She's like on the other side of him, which is fine. But again, like you said, you were bisexual. What are you doing? And gonna be honest, not to sound like a bitch, but I have amazing boobs. I'm like an H cup. Right. And And they're real. And they're real. Yeah. Yeah. Like I've always had huge boobs. And now since the baby too, like I just have huge boobs and Mm -hmm. they're great. So... If you're bi, there's no way you don't want to, like, my shirt was off and everything. 
playing. <laughs> yeah. So we were like, okay, this is weird, but whatever. So she starts playing with him a little bit. And then I go up to kissing him and she starts sucking his dick. So at one point I'm like, okay, let's move this to the bedroom. And I look down and there's popcorn on his dick. Oh, that's the popcorn. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> oh my God. Because she had been eating. Disgusting. Oh my God. And I like didn't, it didn't click until after we were done. And I was like, oh my God, that's what that was. Yeah. No. Like, I thought maybe, yeah. Oh my God. It was so bad. So whatever. We like, she was just the one bad experience we've had. We've had really, really great luck with people. So that takes us to, I'm now like, we're, we're with the girl now that we're still seeing now while I'm pregnant. And like I said, we were with that first girl too. And then I haven't really seen her since, but we were still, we were still swinging and everything while I was pregnant. And then I gave birth and had a very traumatic birth. And my, my son and I both almost died. It was, I was in labor for five days. I had preeclampsia. Yeah, it, it was. And I had a uterine rupture and bled out everywhere. had to get blood transfusions. It was crazy. So that's where we are now. And he was in the NICU for a month. And surprisingly, somehow, two months after birth, I was like, I'm ready to go again. I <laughs> And my husband was like, you're you mean ready to like, go again and have another baby. No, no, no. Oh, Start ready to... swinging again. Oh, yeah, because that's your way of checking out. You just went through such massive trauma. You need a little balance. Yeah. Have some fucking fun. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yes. So that makes sense. We were re- like, we were like back to seeing this girl again, the one that we had been seeing that we're still seeing now. And we've been having such great experiences with her. So walk um, me through like your first time you met her. What is she about? And then tell me some of the stories of what you, why yeah, you love her yeah. the most. Yeah. So she's a little bit younger than us, still in her 20s, but doesn't have as many responsibilities, <laughs> which is, which is nice. So she can kind of just meet up whenever and she's really fun and she's kind of just like down for anything almost. And we really like her, honestly, because... She is very inexperienced and was honest about that. Uh-huh. So we realized that we really like the dynamic of us fucking her together in like and like showing her I like showing her what my husband likes and like how to suck his dick and how to like how he likes to have girls ride him and all that kind of stuff. And I love seeing him make girls come that's like my favorite my favorite thing because honestly he's amazing like he makes me squirt all the time and he he's just so he's just really good yeah um (laughs) so I I loved that too um because like I said she was inexperienced so like she was saying afterwards like that's the best fuck I've ever had oh my god I've never come that much in my life and that's all the stuff I love to hear and that we you know use for role play later um, so she's great and I he loves getting double blowjobs. That's his favorite thing from me and another girl. So she was totally into that and And you like oh the God. cream pies always? Is that what you like to do too? Yes. So that's the first time we hooked up with her, she wanted to use condoms and we were like, Oh my God, that's totally fine. Yeah. We totally understand. We usually do unless we get to know you for a while. Uh-huh. And she almost let him put it in without one. <laughs> And I, I like stopped it. I was like, "Hey, you wanted to use condoms? We don't want to do anything that you're gonna regret." And she was like, "Oh yeah, 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 yeah." yeah. We should for the first time. But yeah, no. After that, she, we love cream pies. I love eating cream pies out of another girl. Mm-hmm. You know, we're able to do that and everything. It's, it's really great. She's wonderful and she's so fun. 
And I'm really hoping that eventually my husband could be alone with her because, again, that's, like, another one of those fantasies I have, but we want to take it slow because that's, like, a big step. Yeah, well, when um, you, how do you mock up the cuck queen stuff when you're doing these threesomes? Are there times where you just sit back and watch? Uh, yeah, yeah. So, again, like I said, because I am bi, like, I do like to be involved. Of but, course, yeah. Um, there are a lot of times that my husband loves, and I love it too, where if a girl's riding him, um, I'll lay down next to him uh-huh. so we can, like, talk to each other. And I'll tell him, ask him how much he loves her pussy and like all that kind of stuff, which is great. Or I really like when he fucks girls from behind Uh and I can talk to him that way. Yeah. So there's a lot of times and I'll use a toy or something and or use my vibrator while he's fucking another girl. So we really, really love that. Yeah. Again, like I don't like to just sit in the chair and watch like I think a lot of male cucks do. Um, I like to at least be like using my vibrator or talking to him or something like that. Yeah. But usually it's like toward like, well, I don't know if it's coincidental or we plan this subconsciously, but like the last half of sex, he'll just be with her and Mm -hmm. I'll just be watching. That's usually what we do. Right. So you get yours first. I mean, you're typically with her. You get off with her, with him, right? You're with her. You're with yes. your husband. You've yeah. had your orgasms. You're squirting. You're a squirter, right? Yes. Yep. <laughs> you can't just fucking squirt all that shit. And, and, then, and then when you're kind of done, he goes with her. Yes. Yep. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's my favorite, favorite thing. Yep. And, um, yeah, so she's wonderful. Like we always have great reclaiming sex afterwards. Um, him and I have a very, I kind of said this before, but like a very Dom sub dynamic that we've gotten into more over the years. That's actually getting way more intense now, but that it plays really well with that too. So when we're having sex on our own, yeah, we talk about her a lot when we have sex alone and we've gotten really into like face fucking slapping like we are into um free use what's that so free use is like um i'll always be ready for him as his sub and he can use me whenever he wants okay and i'm like really big into like if you need to come you come use me like you don't have to ask me sort of thing so he has permission for that of course it's my like my husband like i said is a huge teddy bear like he knows when not to we have a safe word and all that kind of stuff like we're really good about it but yeah so we're into that like i love when he spits on me in my mouth like it's just like a big ownership thing so i think part of that ownership and him like owning my pussy is what we talk about a lot um, but do you talk about it, the girls when they're not there? Do you like, yes, right, yeah. what's so, that talk like? So he basically, I'll ask him like, oh, did you like that? Tell me how much you like using other girls' pussies instead of mine. And it's mostly, it's mostly all about him getting what he wants. Because my Dom sub dynamic with him is that all I want to do is see him happy. That's my biggest thing. We say that a lot during sex when we do role play about these other girls. I'm like, I just want your cock to be happy. Yeah. That that type of thing. So that's how we talk about other pussies and other girls and what he liked about them and their ass or their tits or whatever he... And I like when he, now that we, instead of before, years ago when we would just look at pictures of girls, now we have real experiences to talk about. So I like when he'll be talking about them when he's coming because I know he's thinking about them. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that sort of thing. Yeah. And now what is the fantasy of him being solo with a girl? How does that look for you guys? And how do you think you're going to have it work? 
Yeah, so we think what we might do is maybe, like, again, we live outside of a huge city, one of the major cities on the East Coast. Yeah. So um, it's really easy to just go in and find a bar or a hotel or something like that. So um, they have really cool, like, Halloween-themed bars. We're big Halloween people. So we might, we might like, maybe try to use one of those as a fun date with our partner. Yeah our unicorn and then like maybe get a hotel or something after. And I'm thinking like, Oh, maybe I'll meet them up there at the hotel. Like they can go first without me and I'll come up a little bit later. Yeah. That's kind of what we've been talking about our plan and maybe the safest emotionally, the safest way we could do it for ourselves and kind of make sure we're checking in and stuff. For you, the thought though of him being solo, there's something hot in that for you. Correct. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. And you being yeah. with him after, you getting him after. Right. Yeah. So I think we've talked about it. We don't think we'd start out to where the whole thing would start and finish with them alone. And then I'd come up after. Yeah. But I'd to walk in on her sucking his dick or him eating her out or fucking her from behind or something like that and then kind of join them. That's yeah, how yeah, yeah. I think we'd, we'd want to start. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Like you walk in on him with this girl kind of. Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. That's like yep. a hot. Yeah. That's like a hot porn. You know what my hot fantasy was that I gave that I said would would be a hot porn is if you were in if you had two hotel rooms and you were in the one hotel room and he could be fucking her in the other one and you could be listening. And that, oh yeah, that's a good one too. Yeah. Right. Because you know him, you know her, but you, you so you could you could create that picture in your head, but you're not really there. And then you could go in at the end. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. 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 That's a great idea. I'll yeah. have to <laughs> do that yeah. too. So you can hear it. I mean, is she loud? <laughs> uh, yeah she's pretty loud okay, yeah, yeah she she loves dirty talk too which is great yeah because we've had girls that just kind of like they're into it but they don't really talk back we're huge dirty talkers like that's I think par for the course when you're doing all this role play and everything all the time but yeah some girls don't aren't into it but she is she loves dirty talk I think some people could get shy for sure if you're yeah. and this girl how long have you been sleep hooking up with her that she's been your unicorn uh, I think we've known her probably like a year now. And now do you guys, are you guys open to doing anything with guys or only with women always? So we, so we've talked about it a lot uh-huh. and we think we'd like to maybe if a guy was a cuck, I'd love to watch my husband cuck him by fucking his wife and I could watch and this other oh, guy could watch. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's something we thought about too. So a couple. Um, so it would be meeting a couple, not a solo guy. Right. Yeah, yeah that makes yeah, sense. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. But right now, in terms of like me interacting with another guy. So my husband, first of all, my husband is very, very straight. Like he he's <laughs> he's he always says, I wish that I was bi because it could give us another thing to do. But I'm he's but right. I'm just not. Right. Yeah. He would totally um, cop to it. You guys sound like you're pretty open with each other, but he's not down oh, for yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Because of all my pain issues, I really don't feel comfortable like having another guy fuck me that doesn't know my body. Yeah, um, for sure. So that's a that's our biggest thing at the moment. It's not he's saying no or anything. It's just we'd have to talk about it in the future. I, I am I'm still I'm like six months postpartum and. So it's something that maybe in the future we could talk about, but we're not, I'm not like looking for it right now. Cause it kind of just, like I said, it, it worries me a little bit because guys can be really aggressive. Yeah, for sure. You'd have to meet the right one. A lot of guys don't know what they're doing. Yeah. yeah you'd have to meet so. the right one. And listen, when you get involved in the couple swapping and stuff, 
I mean, you both have the same taste in women, but I think it's it it, it creates a whole new thing if you're a couple looking for another couple and four people have to be interested in everybody. It's like a, it's hard to find. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Yeah. So yeah, we'll see if that happens in the future. Again, we're like open to everything. I mean, right now, our biggest thing that's not um, involving someone else is like he <laughs> found out since I gave birth that he has a huge lactation fetish. Oh, no way. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> I think that... a lot of guys, I mean, like they have that porn out there, right? So obviously guys are into it. Yeah. So that's been a huge thing for us that's kind of new that we're loving. Uh-huh. Yeah. And also a lot of cum play. He likes to, and I love it, to rub his cum into me and he'll eat his cum out of me. But it's it's funny because he is such a dom that it's almost in like a, a dom way. Like that sounds so subby, but he doesn't do it that way. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. know if that makes sense. No, I can um, see that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I peg him all the time. He has prostate orgasms all the time. You're kidding. Yeah. I yeah, mean, I'm trying to get them. every guy into that shit. Okay. I just have a new sponsor that it's like Butter Wellness. It's like a, a prostate massager and you could use it on the outside. I was like, listen, guys, like use this on the outside. There's no reason if you're petrified about putting something up your ass for now, just start with this. When you get a prostate oh, yeah. orgasm, it's going to change your life. Like guys don't know. Oh my God. It has changed his life since he started having prostate orgasms regularly. Yeah. He's learned how to come multiple times, even when he doesn't have prostate orgasms. Yeah. Is that amazing? Like he, he, it's so crazy because a lot of guys, they think, oh, the refractory period, I can only come once and then I need an hour Yeah. before the next one. Yeah. But he can come multiple times while fucking me, even if I'm not playing with his ass now. And I swear to God, it has to do with the prostate. The prostate. 100% because yeah. I've heard it before. I did a whole audiogram with the guy talking about prostate orgasms because once you figure it out, you get addicted to it because you could have like multiples and stuff. It's very different. Some guy squirted from it or something happened yeah. to him. So yeah. it really I heard is. That episode. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it really is like you're and like, listen, your husband should be the poster boy for it because this is a guy that loves stuff in his ass. He gets pegged. Uh, there's no reason for him to not be copping to the fact that he's into guys. He's not into guys. He's completely straight. Uh, yeah. Yet he yep loves anal play and prostate orgasms why so many men are you know against it or don't even go there is crazy to me you know when butter wellness came to me to sponsor them I'm like you don't understand I'm dying to turn every guy on to anal play because I'm like you I love anal sex I'm a three input girl so I'm always like your asshole is no different than my asshole I mean like why don't you just fucking try it if anything it feels better for them because they have a prostate yeah you're right right (laughs) exactly that's why I'm like oh I have this massager now you use it on the fucking outside okay start there start on the outside yeah exactly like a clit that they don't even know about i know yeah so he his life has changed th- since that but uh, yeah so we were supposed to see our unicorn last weekend but my baby was sick so it didn't work out but we're hoping to see her again in october and just keep keep going with her i don't know if we're gonna do the alone thing yet but we'll see we have to talk to i, I want to talk to her about it too so probably not the next time we see her but maybe the time after we might try it right and now are you hanging your hat with this girl now because she's like the perfect one or do you guys go looking for more girls so we're we're staying pretty consistent with her right now, but you know we're always we're always looking, <laughs> right? Because you're still up there on the app. So if a girl comes around that you're interested in, you you could go there, right? Yeah, and of course with a baby and two super demanding careers, we don't have the most time in the world, so it is easy to just 
be with her and she's she's great i'm hoping someday i i have so many fucking fantasies i swear to god we come up with something we always say i think the reason why we're so connected is because every time we have sex is the best sex we've ever had you and your guy always yeah we we always say that i mean i hope someday maybe i could see him in a gangbang that'd be like that's another huge fantasy of mine like him him gangbanging a girl with a, a bunch with a of bunch other of guys. guys oh interesting okay. yeah mm-hmm. yeah so i have a bucket list and we'll see uh <laughs> we'll see you'll see how many right i we mean can check off i mean you guys are still so young and you're it's almost like you're just starting out yeah yeah (laughs) listen who better to play with than your your guy that you're so comfortable with that you're so close with like you said you guys didn't do this because you were trying to make yourself your sex life better or more interesting it was killer to begin with it's killer now right this just adds another layer to it but it's certainly not making up for anything has it changed has it made you guys closer or any anything that you would say Oh, 100%. Yeah, Yeah. we, our connection, like I said, was close before. We've always been inseparable since we were kids, but we are just absolutely so in tune with everything now. And I think a lot of people experience that, like, after you have a threesome, you kind of ride the high for a couple days, and then it goes away. But for us, it never went away. I love that. That's so yeah, interesting. Yeah, every time it just keeps, it just brings us closer and closer. Yeah, so listen to that, Dr. Drew, you fucking asshole. I hate him. I used to love Dr. Drew, but he's such a fucking moron. He goes on these shows, and I think he's just trying to appease his audience yes. that he thinks is like normal people, and he's got it so fucking wrong. And he's just like talking about how it never works, and it's the worst thing you could do. It's like, you don't know anything. I send him DMs all the time. Like, listen to this. He's just, I'm sure he doesn't look at my shit, but I don't care. I just have, uh, it's my mission to have him on my show one day to prove him wrong, because <laughs> Because he's so fucking wrong. I'm sorry. Just because people allow their partner to fuck other people doesn't mean that they're doomed for failure. A lot of times with the successful people, it actually does bring them closer. It doesn't ruin their relationship. A lot of times I get comments on YouTube like, this man must not love his wife or she must not love him because they fuck other people. It's like, no, it's the exact opposite. Why don't you fucking listen? Listen to what these people are saying. literally obsessed with me. Um, It's going to be honest. I love that. He loves me so much. Like, I never have doubted that for a second and so. <laughs> you could watch him with other girls and it doesn't it doesn't mean you don't love him that's what people can't no, understand and yeah. it's just a projection of their own shit listen I get that this kind of thing is not for everybody and no but no one's right or wrong like just because it's not right for somebody else and they can't imagine letting their person that they love be with somebody else and it would not it would mean that they didn't love them anymore doesn't mean that it's the same for somebody else and that's what I'm exactly. always trying to get through to people I yep. don't think that this this is for the majority of people out there. I, maybe maybe it's going to be different, though, with your generation. Look, you're saying all your friends have fucking tried it, okay? Nobody in my day was trying this shit out because it wasn't as acceptable. But people are opening it up more and more. But I still think that some people, yeah, they could never imagine that. And like I said, for them, it would... If they're in love with someone, they want to be monogamous. And that's cool if that's the way they roll. But there's plenty of people that sex doesn't equal love you know what I mean like it doesn't yeah, yeah it's mean just anything. a fantasy <laughs> yeah yeah it's just yeah it's not taken away from anything else that you have with your husband it's just totally a, agree yeah yep. and I so I love stories like this where I have people that are are super close that have a great relationship with each other and say yep. the same thing that you say that not only is it 
has it not created problems? It's actually created a, a, a closer bond because yeah, we to, are closer than ever. <laughs> yeah, because you have to really trust somebody to allow them to be with someone. And I think that's more evolved. I don't know. I think if you yeah, could get no, there. Yeah, no, that's how we feel too. Yeah, right? Yeah, yep. Anyone who does it successfully yeah. is doing it because they trust their partner so much. Yeah, yep. exactly. And you know you're in it. If you know you're in it and you're with each other to, yep. to the end and you fucking love each other and everything is checked off the list and you're good to go and that's your buddy to the end, what the fuck does it matter if you fuck somebody else? And Exactly, who cares? Yeah, who cares? <laughs> you care because it's fucking hot and you love it and you're having great sex and I feel like a lot of people are just fucking jealous (laughs) yes people are miserable so yeah Yeah, yeah. (laughs) so anyway listen Aurora now uh I'm sure if you listen to my show you know a lot of times people send in pics if you want to send in some anonymous yes I will and I do have an OnlyFans also oh you do I love that I mean everybody has OnlyFans nowadays the poor girl I just aired Mary she didn't even mention it and then when I was editing her husband mentioned it I was like fuck why didn't she say anything poor thing so why don't you give out your information and I'll put that in um the description too yeah, sure. So my OnlyFans is at Aurora May one eight eight five. So it's A U R O R A M A Y one eight eight five. And then I'll I'll just text that to you too. Okay, cool. And what do they see on there? So there is a lot of different content that I give out for free. So my subscription is free right now. Uh-huh. But then there's also paid content. So I do custom content, but I put a lot of lactation stuff on there for guys that like that. Uh-huh. And then there's content with my guy. And then Content you do custom stuff. Girls. Yeah. Yep. Oh, but also you with girls. Yeah. Yeah. But that's um usually paid for. Yeah. For, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. So I'll put that in there. Send me some anonymous pics for okay. my show. Uh, I mean, for my Patreon. I will give you a link to my uh, Discord to get in there for free. So you could go on there and talk to people if you want afterwards. Awesome. Yeah, for sure. And do me a favor and send that to me like ASAP because I'm going to air your episode this Monday. Cuck oh, queens. Awesome. Girls always bump everybody. Thank you, though, for calling in and giving your cuck queen story. It was awesome. Thanks. Yeah, Aurora. no problem. Bye. All right. Bye. Bye. Hey, everyone. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. If you want to follow the show, follow me at Strict Anonymous on Instagram or Twitter. That's at Strict Anonymous. If you are on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. I love YouTube as a platform for my show because people comment there and I try to reply back to every single person who posts a comment. So even if you're not listening on YouTube and you want to talk about the show, go to my YouTube channel, subscribe and share my videos. It's Strictly Anonymous Podcast. If you want to sign up for my Patreon, on my Patreon, you are not only supporting my show, but you will get these episodes early, ad-free, and you get to see anonymous pics of my guests. Most of the girls send in anonymous pics and some of the guys send in anonymous pics. So if you want to see anonymous pics of my guests as well as support my show and get these episodes early and ad-free, sign up for my Patreon, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. That's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. The link is also in the description below. Thanks so much for listening. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything 
everyone. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. If you want to follow the show, follow me at Strict Anonymous on Instagram or Twitter. That's at Strict Anonymous. If you are on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. I love YouTube as a platform for my show because people comment there and I try to reply back to every single person who posts a comment. So even if you're not listening on YouTube and you want to talk about the show, go to my YouTube channel, subscribe and share my videos. It's Strictly Anonymous Podcast. If you want to sign up for my Patreon on my Patreon, you are not only supporting my show, but you will get these episodes early, ad free, and you get to see anonymous pics of my guests. Most of the girls send in anonymous pics and some of the guys send in anonymous pics. So if you want to see anonymous pics of my guests as well as support my show and get these episodes early and ad-free, sign up for my Patreon, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. That's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. The link is also in the description below. Thanks so much for listening. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.